This episode of Off My Shelf contains coarse language and adult conversation. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, my name is Tracy James and welcome to Off My Shelf, a podcast about movies that are, well, off my shelf, where we go through my DVDs and talk about the movies in my collection. In this episode, Sarah Sybil is here to talk about an odd pairing of films, American Splendor, a biography, and the other, 70s hijinks, Animal House. Welcome! Hi! Thank you for coming on this uh, lovely, frigid, but sunshiny <laughs> Sunday afternoon. Sorry, I can't tell it's minus 30 outside since it's so warm in here. <laughs> I know. See, during the winter, it's great. During the summer, it's not that much fun. I yeah. will admit that. Yeah, that's true. There's no in-between. <laughs> no, yeah. It's just, just, just hot in here. Yeah. So we just came back from brunch, which is good. It kind of, uh change from the other episodes where I'm like rushing home from work and all that kind of stuff where I got to like chill out, you know, I wake up, tell when eat food. That. You can't? I can't tell that you're rushing home and you're not panting and like, actually like, <laughs> I'm doing a podcast now. I know. I you to collect it. I, thank you. You just yes. all your pants and sweating. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, I sit down, guess is here and I'm just like, let's do this. Oh my God, it's the middle of the night. <laughs> no, it's fine. It works out. It's okay. I mean, I think during winter, it's been harder to do because it's so, like, dark outside. Yeah. But when I started doing this, it was in the summer, so I get home, it's still bright outside, people come yeah. over, it's still pretty chill and stuff, but now yeah. it just feels so, it feels late, almost oppressive, like, oh my god, I've been doing this for so long. I can never forget um, this Narcity meme where it was two pictures side by side. The first picture was bright out, and it was 4.59 p.m., yeah. the next picture was pitch dark, 5 p.m., and then the quote was... Canada everywhere in winter. It's like, true. Yep. It's true. Actually, I'm surprised they left it at 5 o'clock because at a certain point in time, it's like 3 p.m. It's pitch black outside. Yeah. Which is ugh, torture. I no longer check the time. Yeah. Well, so, you unless I have to go home. And I'm like, okay, good. Yeah. I'm leaving work now. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be dark. That's Expect a, it. You just, you wake up in the dark, you go to, <laughs> you come home in the dark. Yeah. No wonder they call us White Walkers. I know. Oh, God. We do live in igloos. <laughs> <laughs> Retract in our own cages, that is for sure. Uh, yes. Well, us being that cynical, I guess it's a proper time to get into American Splendor. <laughs> I actually made notes. Uh-huh. Um, I made notes, but really, I think the notes won't be super important because I just remember key parts which made me laugh and then made me remember how sarcastic I myself was. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Wait, was or is? Ooh, is. Is? is. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, like Harvey Picar is a very... Pecker. <laughs> is a very, um, he's unlikable. Like, I find oh, him yeah. thoroughly unlikable. Yeah. Um, and I just don't understand how, well, no, it's not that I don't understand how he managed to get where he is. It's, I just don't understand him as a person in general. And what's yeah. funny about this this movie is because it's like a, it's a biography, sort of half fictional, half real life, because Harvey Picar is there narrating certain parts of his story, mm -hmm. and he's in parts of it, so you get to see the fictionalized version of him and the real version of him. Mm -hmm. And still, I was just like, you are unpleasant. 
Yeah, but yeah. his wife Joyce isn't much better. No, no, no she's not. No. It uh, it was really funny though. My favorite part, and I watched it twice because I'm a sick person, um, <laughs> and I have no life during the winter. I just stay at home all day. Yeah. Um, was that the montage where Joyce is just calling everyone out on their psychosis? Mm-hmm. And and she. <laughs> And he's so against it too. Yeah. He just keeps telling her to stop, and she finds out, oh, uh, borderline autistic, and mm-hmm. she calls his boss like I don't remember, um, like I did not write them down. So yeah, no. no. And then she calls Crumb like, um, psychologically perverse because mm-hmm. he write he writes on the girl's back mm-hmm. and leaves the room, and and like. That moment was when I realized that he knew what was wrong with him. He was incredibly aware of all the issues and flaws he had with himself. Yeah. But the entire movie, he's unwilling to actually um, uh, admit to them. But I don't think it's that he wouldn't admit to it. I think, he, as you said, I think he knows. He just didn't have anybody in his life who is capable of trying to help him through it. Yeah, you know? that's true. Because even though the wife like was pointing out people's issues she didn't give any help or or any kind of you know direction on what they could possibly do to change that behavior or to where to find help yeah. about it or what they can do about it she was just like i'm just gonna tell you what you are you know you're this you're this you're this you're this you're like yeah. okay and that was she it she didn't even get a job like she barely worked um, yeah when she moved in with him a week later and I think there was one part where he was complaining that she hardly get she that if she got a job then he would be happier but she never did. Yeah, she that wasn't her purpose, I guess. Um yeah, I found her also I found her at a certain point I actually think I found her more unlikable than him because at least despite the fact that he hated everyone and everything pretty much, he still got up and tried. Yeah. Whereas yeah. she hated everything and everyone and just sort of leeched. And yeah. I think that's a lot worse. She did help him out when he had lymphoma. Up to a point. Up to a point. Yeah. I think I think it was more of a I, I'm not I'm not saying that uh she didn't quote unquote love him, but I think it was more of a point of preservation why she helped him than her actually wanting to do something if you know what I mean yeah yeah Yeah. she was if it fit her because she went to where was it like Israel or something yeah and she even though he missed her a lot she didn't come back until much much later where they skip the scene when suddenly they're in bed but you don't know the time frame of how long it took for her to come back well, you know it was months, I think, because I think that's when because that's yeah. when he had the breakdown on Letterman and all that kind of stuff because oh, yeah. he was begging her to come back. Yeah. Because I think he knew he was at a certain point where he couldn't take it. Like he had a problem with being alone. Yeah. But people also didn't want to be around him because he was such a misogynist. Not just misogynist. He was very many things <laughs> including a misogynist. <laughs> Um, but yeah, people didn't want to be around him because he was just too difficult to be around. Yeah. Um, but she would just be around and it calmed him. Yeah. And he's like, I need you back. And then what happened was he ended up going back on Letterman and then, you know, everything that she would usually calm him about just got unleashed. It just came out, you know? Yeah. And it sort of ruined his, you know, budding career, I guess. 
I actually wanted to check out the original Letterman um, recordings of mm. that scene. I didn't get around to it. But I was wondering, was Letterman really that much of a dick in that scene? Like, how I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah? He's, he's known for being a dick when it suits him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I wasn't surprised. Like, I, like I, I really did find it interesting that how the previous... So within the movie... When he did the interviews on Letterman, they showed the real yeah, interview. Yeah, they did. But then that last one, when he had the breakdown, they didn't show the real one. They showed Giamatti's portrayal of that scene, yeah. which I thought was a really odd choice because I would think that would be the scene to really show. But yeah. maybe what happened was it didn't actually air. Maybe that's what it was. Possibly. I didn't even look into it myself. I really yeah. should have. Um, um, yeah, I, I get what you mean. And... One thing that also, on the whole like transition between the the real Picard and Dramati's Picard, mm-hmm. was um, the jelly bean scene, when they're, um, he and Toby, real Toby, were picking out the jelly bean. Oh, and they transitioned, yes. <laughs> and they're just, Dramati uh, and the dude who plays Toby was sitting in the background laughing. I at the real... loved that scene. Yeah. That was so, but because it was literally like, so they did it like it was a stage play almost, mm. and like so you had Giamatti and oh my god, what was that guy's name? I looked it up three times and I can't remember. So you have to help. <laughs> so me did with. I. I looked it up so many times. It's just pina colada stuck in my head. Don't you want the pina colada? <laughs> because it's delicious. Um, hold on. What am I looking up? Come on, Google um, food. Make us proud. Splendor. Hayden has spelled the American way. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm so tempted to put a U in there. Yeah. And every time I write it down, they tell me I'm uh, spelling it wrong. You're a filthy Canadian. How could you? I know. You can't decide between American How spelling dare and, I? and British spelling. What's that guy's name? Roy? Oh, my God. Why can I not find it? Yeah. My note about that scene is gourmet jelly beans are really good. <laughs> <laughs> Great note. <laughs> Yeah, I really, I, I, I have the exactly the same note. I love the scene where real Harvey and Toby have a convo and the fake ones just sit in the background. Yeah. Why can't I find his name? It shouldn't be that, it should be pretty high up. But it's TV. not. They have it in um, appearance order and Toby doesn't come in for a little while, which is very annoying. Toby, uh, his name is Joda Friedlander? What a name. Oh, it's that guy. Judah, Judah Friedland? It's the guy from 30 Rock. Oh, yeah, it is the dude. I didn't recognize him at all. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because he's a real nerd. Yeah, but it's, but they actually, like, within the movie, you hear Joda talk normally, not as Toby. Oh, yeah, that's and true. And he's, he's com- like, he's a nerd, sure, but he's, he doesn't, he doesn't have the same affliction as Toby. And mm-hmm. so that's one of the reasons why I think his portrayal is really good of Toby because yeah. you hear him and then you they show the real Toby and you're just yeah. like, oh, that, oh, oh, they have that real guy in this. Yeah. And he sounds like that. Yeah. Oh my God. It was the only moment too, right? Where he talked. Normally. No, there's a, remember there's a whole section because like Toby got like a little bit famous. Oh yeah. Yeah. And there's an MTV and, oh, and all yeah, that kind of thing. Right, so he comes back right, in right. like a couple of times within it. Like, the real Toby. But I was shocked. I was like, what? That's so crazy. Um, but yeah. Rock, Such a good show. Oh, my God. 
I, I must admit though, I only watched, of the last season, I watched the last two episodes. I actually did not finish the last season. I watched the first three. Mm -hmm. wrong. And kind of just, well, I had TV then and they stopped showing it. So I yeah. stopped having cable. So I was like, I'm not going to download a bunch of 30 Rock or stream a bunch of 30 Rock episodes. It was just too much work for me. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, I don't want to have to Google this. The thing about me is I really like high quality stuff. So oh, yeah. streaming was just like 720p. I'm like, I'm not watching this lemon on computer quality. Are you <laughs> kidding? I'm, I'm okay with 720, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, 1080 and 4K all the way. Oh my god. Um, I actually, I'm one of those people. I actually hate 4K. I don't like the way it looks. It's a little it's it has this like really weird It's very in your it's very but dense, right? The pixels? I is, guess. Is that what you're trying to say? I don't know. Like, there's something visually distracting about it that I don't like looking at. Right. Like, 1080 I'm fine with. 720 I'm fine with. Like, of course, you know, 1080 is always better. Yeah. But, like, that 4K look, I don't like the way it looks. So, for me, um, when I watch 4K at home, like, uh, I have my couch set up, like, I would say six feet, so it's less jarring, but... I remember watching Dunkirk mm -hmm. on 4K in the theater. And the first time I watched it, I was too close to the screen. I was very, yeah, you're right. It was very tunnel-like. It was like weird. Mm -hmm. And then I watched it again, and I was a lot further back. So for, when you're watching 4K stuff, you have to be pretty far back so that it doesn't just, everything's just not screaming at your face. Okay. It also depends on like, 4K animation gets to me. It's weird. It's very too bright and there's too much going on. On, yeah. Yeah, but no, if I it's a movie with like darker lighting and, and fewer people, it's not fewer people in the scene, I'm mm -hmm. okay with that. Yeah, see, my, yeah. my whole experience with like 4K, like besides being in like theaters, um, which I, I don't I don't ever sit that close to the screen anyways, but I also don't sit at the back of the theater. I think Seven. you're not, like I sit approximately always in the center, mm -hmm. like in the center of the theater yeah. is what I tried to for the most part mm -hmm. but it's usually just not you know like they have the walkway and then there's chairs in the front chairs to the back mm -hmm. never in the front part just further back just a little bit yeah. further back and people are just like you're too close to the screen I'm like no I'm close enough to the screen where the screen takes up my whole field of vision but I'm not encompassed by the screen yeah you know so yeah. like sitting all the way at the back of the theater is like watch, sitting at home and watching it on TV. Yeah. Because you see the edges, you see the little curtains, and yeah. you see all, and then you get distracted by it. Yeah. And if you sit too close, you have to turn your head to see all the things. That's also not fun. Yeah. But you know, you sit at like a medium distance, the screen takes up your whole field of vision. You don't have to turn your head to see everything, and you feel like you know, you're this is you're watching this movie. Like this is yeah. the thing that you're doing. The trick is finding the sweet spot. Every time I'm booking tickets mm. online, I'm just like, J or H, I think. And I usually get it right. Yeah. But when that row is taken, I'm like, hmm, should I go back one or front one? And it takes yeah. me like 10 whole minutes, and then I actually text my friends, have you been to this to this theater before? Do you remember which You do a lot of work. Well, my friends all love go to theater a lot, mm. so it's just like a text away. I, I'm, I, I don't have... My friends are all really geeky, sadly, so they happily reply me, yeah, pick, pick this seat or pick this movie, don't watch this, don't watch, no, yeah. no, just watch this at home, don't waste your $17 or yeah. the insane amount of money. So. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing, like, I, I feel bad for this, but it's not like I don't pay for this, is that, like, there's, especially, like, indie movies and stuff, I don't, there's no point, really, seeing it in a theater. 
It yeah. doesn't, it's not a theater film, you know? But I pay for Netflix and I pay for Crave yeah. and I pay for HBO and I pay for TV. Yeah. And so I always watch it as soon as they're available because yeah. I want to You're watch them. You're paying way more, honestly, to watch all these than for a movie ticket at this point. With all your yeah, but the, with all my subscriptions, it's, it's not one movie, right? I'm paying $17 and I'll watch 15 and 20 movies instead, right? Sure. It's that kind of thing. And, like, I, I was telling you earlier today, like, yesterday alone, I watched five movies. That's just what I do. Like, I, I take in a lot of content on a regular basis. Yeah. So, for me, it's totally worthwhile to, right. to do that. Yeah. You know? Whereas, like, I know there's lots of people out there that are just like, I'm home at between 2 a.m. and 6 a.m. every day. I watch one hour of TV and then I go to work. Like, no, it's not <laughs> worth you to have, to have cable. You I pleb. Yeah. <laughs> like, how dare you? I'm, how do you find, so, the scene where Harvey talks about how in the phone book there's Harvey Picard and he's Harvey L. Picard, mm -hmm. what do you think was the symbolism of that scene? Because that was a very interesting scene, but I don't know, I don't feel like I understood it, even on the second watch. Well, he, so, it's, it's all of the what's in a name, you know, a, right. rose, a rose will smell, will still smell as sweet if it was called by a different name, right? right. It's, it's that kind of thing, and I think... Like, he even said, like, Harvey Picar is a, it's an odd name, especially for where he was living. Yeah. And to, to find out that there was somebody else with that name, and he was curious, he's like, who, who could these people be, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And it was just, it was an existential moment, right? Because that was during the part where he's like, I'm dying. Right. And he's looking for, who am I? Right. And one of the things that is him is his name, and... But the thing is, is he found out other people have his name. What does that mean? Yeah. Right? Um, does that mean he is somebody different because of his name? Does that mean the other person is who he's supposed to be? Yeah. Does that mean there's more of him out there? Yeah. It's, it was an existential crisis. It's very interesting how they left it hanging, and then immediately the next scene is, if I remember correctly, is he's cured of lymphoma. If I'm not wrong. He tells his wife, like, I'm in the clear, I think. Yeah, he can't, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that was, that was very interesting where it's such this really heavy scene. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the, the later half of the movie is pretty positive and, and a bit lighter. Well, I think that's the point in time where he stopped taking himself so seriously. Yeah. You know, like he had that existential crisis. And actually the, the thing about that scene is it reminded me of a book by a comedian named uh, Dave Gorman. Yeah. Um, and it was a book called Who Was Dave Gorman? And that's literally what he did. He Googled himself. Right. And he found other Dave Gormans around the world. And he was like, I'm going to find out who these people are. Did he? Yeah. And he traveled oh. around the world. And I think he met like 10 Dave Gormans. Right. I read this book quite a while ago. I don't remember all the details. Um, but he met like rich people, poor people. You know, one was like a doctor. And right. one was a scientist. And... One was like another writer or something. I, I don't really remember. Right. But it's true. It makes you think. He was like, because it made him think about himself. Like, you know, where did his name come from? What does his name yeah. mean for where he is? He's not genealogically related to these people in any way. So how come they have his name and, and all this kind of stuff? And, and it's true. A lot of people put like a lot of emphasis on my name is my name. Mm -hmm. Like, look at celebrities right now. Yeah. You know, they... Rihanna just sued her father for using their name. 
I'm Wait, like, what? I'm sorry. I don't oh, you didn't hear about celebrities. This? No, I don't keep up with celebrities. Well, I, it came across one of my feeds, right? Because I'm, I'm into this kind of stuff. Like, it came across one of my feeds. Like, Rihanna sued her father for using their last name in something. And apparently she sued him to get him to stop abusing her name to get free stuff or whatever. Sorry, what's her actual last name? I think it's Fenty. Fenty. Like, that's her actual last name? I think so. I think that's what oh, it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she um, sued her own father yeah. for using the surname Fenty, which belongs to him. It is a surname too, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Fenty is yeah. their last name, yes. Right, right. And she sued the father for using her last name in something, and she's like, it's to get him to stop from abusing like her name and different for different stuff. And I was just like, but that's my first thought. I'm like, but it's his. Technically, he, he gave, gave you the yeah, name. You exactly. can't sue him for that. Yeah. I don't know what I didn't care enough to like look into like what happened or whatever. Right. Like I got right. this from like a quick like blurb and a whatever yeah. so i don't know what happened with the case or what's going on with it but my first thought was like shouldn't he be suing you because you're making money off of his name like it doesn't yeah you know that's very interesting though because i i really love finding out the origins of names and mm. like whenever i write or even like just finding interesting names i like the sim symbolism a mm -hmm. lot of people don't really care like my name is i don't know like my name sarah a lot of people don't really know what their names mean it's just whatever their parents gave them yeah but in the point of celebrities especially it's you've got like rihanna you've got um Nicki minaj where it, or the kardashians where it's a name makes so and they own the name now and they're trying to copyright it mm -hmm. almost like oh you can't like her, her, her dad is like her dad is less famous so it's she's also, getting away with she's it. She's getting away with it, mm -hmm. right? But at the same time, it's it's also interesting where someone else who might have that name might be a more interesting person. They might not be famous, mm -hmm. but they might actually reflect that name better than this other person. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but it's all yeah. about like right now, especially with celebrities and companies. It's 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 branding, yeah. right? And you can't use a person's name to brand something if it's not yours but like it, there's probably lots of people who have say the same name as famous people who yeah. have a problem like they, they can never have a business name with that name simply because somebody who's already famous is using that name so you're like you can't use it but then also makes me think of like when game of thrones thrones first came out harry potter people started naming their kids like Daenerys or like mm -hmm. Harry. At, at what point is it that you see they're using a person's name to name their kids versus they 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 naming their kids a famous person's name so they're so because they're hoping that that kid becomes famous. So, I mean, some people name their kid just because they like the sound of well, something, that too. right? Um, it's just so interesting though. It's like, oh, I couldn't think of a name, but let me just name my kid a celebrity name yeah. so that. Because and then you're just like, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's all it is, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, have, have you ever Googled your own name? Yeah. A anybody interesting come up? Um, no, not really. No? Yeah. My name I, is pretty common. Like, Sarah's pretty common. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, years ago, like, actually, after I watched this movie, I Googled myself again oh, this yeah? time. But I remember the first time I did this, years and years ago. Yeah. 
um, there was, it came up as like a black country singer in Alberta, and I was just like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> this is crazy. Look at your other life. I know. No wonder you're tired and busy all the time. You're singing in Alberta. I know. And then you come back here. It's the, the city. travel. It's killer. I know that tour bus life. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, Are you kidding? This is How crazy. How many whiskeys coat your throat before uh, like you sing? Eight. It's not just, enough. Not an oh god! Yeah. I gotta I gotta get on that that ten buck, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. I gotcha. Uh, but the funny thing is, like this time when I Google myself, she didn't even come up. Like I actually have to, like search. I'm like, did I make this up? I'm like, no. I actually like put in Tracy James, country singer, blah blah. blah. Then I could find her. Yeah. But apparently, like the top of the list is there's apparently like a CEO, um, or slash technology marketing specialist, and then followed by this podcast. I'm like, all right. There. I'm getting up there apparently. You are yeah, the my, my, CEO of your own podcast. Yeah, my SEO is killing it. <laughs> Boom. Can't go wrong. Don't even, SEO is like a trigger word for me now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I work in design, but I do a lot of like marketing collateral and stuff lately. Mm. And everything's about what's the SEO? Check the SEO. I'm like, for fuck's sake. Like, yeah, I know. Like, it drives me crazy. We can only as well. fight against the Google algorithm so much. We're fighting against the AI, man. Yeah. Like, it's why we created AIs because humans aren't that smart. Mm-hmm. So you can put a lot of random SEO and hope that the optimized the optimized words get you somewhere. But at some point, you've got another life to live. Yeah. Just, just put it. Well, the thing there. is too is with the internet, there's there's just so much. It's, yeah. It's you can't you can't oversaturate the internet because it's already oversaturated, mm-hmm. and. Unless you are one of the lucky few that got in nice and early and are at the top of the list right away and all that kind of stuff and have actually kept up with doing things, you're not going to be at the top right away. So that's you're not. be Gary Vaynerchuk. Who? Gary V. He's like this famous entrepreneur, um, writes self-help, best-selling self-help books. Yeah. I think his name is Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. Okay. Um, and... He, you can look him up. I think he started out maybe 10 years ago, over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's Gary, and his surname is like G-A-Y-N-E-R. There you go, the first. So he got famous basically teaching people how to run their business. Oh. Yeah, yeah. and he, he stresses the importance of getting your name out there, SEO, and all that, being really, really active in social media. Yeah, but that yeah. actually goes completely against everything that people have been told today because if you're yeah. too active on social media people can track you yeah. and find he's you very old, put like your old name out there and all this yeah, kind of stuff but he's also famous as fuck yeah so, so he, can he can get away with it yeah. right um he's got sec- secure things in place that will keep anything from happening but like i said people have been hunted down based on because they're posting on instagram too much people can literally track your movements oh, you know yeah. You know, on Facebook, you're tagging yourself in a, a bunch of different things, yeah. you know, or you're you're tweeting all this stuff as your day goes by. You're like, 9 a.m., I had breakfast. Yeah. I did this today, and then I did this, and blah, 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 blah. Right. It's an issue. So, there was a breach recently, right? I mean, mm-hmm. there's been so many breaches. So, there's this website that checks if your emails have been breached. Have I been pwned or whatever? Something like, have I been pwned, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I checked the two main emails I use. And they've been released to the dark web twice. But I checked an email that I used just specifically for Craigslist posts. And that has been untouched. 
And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> but that's the email that gets the most spam, too. I'm yeah. like, I would think that would have been on the dark web forever ago. No. And then, no, it's my actual normal emails. I'm like, damn. No, it's because it's because they they know. Like, if, you, if it's just on Craigslist, that's mm-hmm. the only place it's being used. They're like, oh, it's a junk email. There's no point doing anything with true. this, right? Yeah. So... Actually, I should check my emails, too. I haven't Don't checked. worry, you've been hacked. Yeah, probably. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. But that's just the kind of the world we live in right now. Yeah. And no matter... Not China. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Like, people are insisting on getting more and more interconnected, but they aren't prepared for the issues involved for being more connected. Yeah. You know? I think Capcom Comics is talking about being breached and interconnectedness. I'm gonna blame Harvey Bezos for this. Well, yes, it's totally his. It's totally his fault. It's fine. <laughs> but there was a train of thought to get there. It's, it's something to do with a train that constantly gets. Oh, I said SEO at one point. That's you why. did. Yes, there you go. We figured it out. We know where we've come from. We're we're backing up on that track. Chugga 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 chugga. It's fine. I think it's in. What's the backward backwards of chugga chugga? The a gook a gook a gook a gook. It's like a train going on, like, its wheels are on slang or something. A gook, gook. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, um, oh, the jazz music in that movie. Loved it. This will tie with, I know we're going to talk about Animal House later, but Boys of Manhattan, really good jazz music. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing I, I really enjoyed about the movie was... I was watching the same movie. He had a very good choice in music. That's why he wouldn't share it with, with his boss. Yeah, no. He's like, he's like, no. This is this is mine. I don't. Yeah. No, I don't have anything to give you. I kind of get why, like, when Jeff was complaining that he wouldn't clear any of his stuff when she moved in, Mm -hmm. I was thinking if I were him as well, these are really precious jazz records. I don't think I would just get rid of them easily. No. I would maybe probably get a storage space, but he could probably not afford it at that time. Mm -hmm. But it would have been a smart idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as a collector too, I'm like, you're moving into my space. You have, I mean, he said yes, but she forced herself onto him. Yeah. I'd be like, that's nice. This is my stuff. He should have tried harder to make room for her. I'm not saying no, but I'm not going to get rid of my stuff. But really, both of them are pretty messed up. Who yes. moves into Marriott like after a week? <laughs> no, it was less than that. They, didn't they meet one day and then they slept together that night? And then oh, she's like, right. let's skip all that stuff and get married. And then she went back home, packed her stuff, oh, and came yeah, back. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was like, you're nuts. Like, they're not 16. If they were 16, fine. But they were, like, mid-30s, I'm guessing, or later. I just Something think like both that. of them knew they had... Well, at least she knew. Nobody wants to put up with this. You're good enough. <laughs> you saw me throw up already. We're good. Like, that, that was it. How she's clinically allergic to vegetables or something. Yeah, so she has to keep eating meat. <laughs> I was like, is that I love a thing? that reasoning though. I have to, I have to push that reasoning more. <laughs> I mean, it's true because wasn't there was a, I watched a like a one of those like Vice videos or something about this guy who, um, he was having continuous intestinal issues. Oh right, with fruits and vegetables and yeah. cooked meats and everything. Yeah, and literally the only thing he can do is eat raw meat and his kids. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Your face uh, just <laughs> like. <laughs> They showed what inside his fridge looks like, and I, it looks saw, like yeah. he massacred <laughs> several things in there. 
Like it was something out of a horror movie. And but he was just like, yeah, I just pull this out, chop off a piece, and just eat it. And his face is all filled with blood and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, I I can't. No, God, I think you're that video was actually called something like real life cannibalism or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's not a cannibal. He's not he's eating not a human cannibal, flesh, but you know they but... did it for like clickbait reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I did watch it. Um, yeah, his his face was. I think I almost threw up when I yeah. saw his face. And I like the yeah. thing is, is I'm not a vegetarian. I eat meat. It's fine. Yeah. I have raw meat in my fridge. Fine. <laughs> but seriously, I don't let my walls get coated with blood. And it was like, he was like, like, he just had a fridge that just had meat in it. Like it was like a, like a butcher shop meat yeah. locker. And I'm like, no, you can still put it in containers and bowls. So it's not dripping blood all over your fucking fridge. <laughs> it's an aesthetic. I, oh you know, no packaging That's... aesthetic saves the world. Yeah. Yeah. But you can have reusable packaging. You can go to the butcher shop and still buy your meat in paper, which is which recyclable <laughs> and then put it in a container that you can wash. Thank you. Oh, I was so frustrated. I was just so grossed out. It's just that, that moment where you were talk, when you were telling, saying that you could put it in paper, it just sounds so motherly. Like, come on. Get your shit together. I'm an old woman now all of a sudden. Oh, jeez, what have I done? Okay. No, I'm aging. I'm showing my Aren't age. we all dying? It's all right. Well, there's different... Well, no, there is a there is a slight difference between aging and dying. Aging is dying slowly. Thank you. It sounds more painful. It does. <laughs> well, one of the theories is that we're actually allergic to air. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's that you're, as that's you get, get older, I get it. you know, you, um, like your body finally starts to break down because it can't handle <laughs> oxygen. Like, oxygen anymore. I'm like, all right. We're all actually aliens. Got it. And a simulation owned by aliens. Got it. Uh, it's by rats. Oh. You know this. If you did the calculations, you'd get the answer of 42 and two white mice. But where's the towels? Well, the towels are a useful tool for the universe. You just have to have them. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm not traveling in it yet. Because I don't have a towel. Did you get one of those, like, rings for your hitchhiking? (laughs) 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 There could be a Bogon vessel above us right now. We don't know. You would hear it, though. Would you? Wouldn't you? No, they, they made an announcement. Yeah? Yeah, we didn't hear the ship. They made an announcement. Oh, they're just yeah. waiting for the right time. And, you know, if I'm not wrong, Bogans take forever. Well, well, because of all the bureaucracy, yeah. right, and the red tape. The paperwork's still halfway through. So, it's going to take another half a million years. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's whenever the construction for the highway gets here. Yeah. So we're just going to have to wait. It's going to be a little while. I'm going to be dead by then. Can I be dead by then? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, if they show up and you die, I mean, it's not going to really make that much of a difference, is it? <laughs> no, I think it'd be better because they've got one less person to enslave. No, it'd be bad, worse for them. No, they didn't enslave anybody. They just destroyed the earth, remember? Oh, yeah, true. Because we didn't check the paperwork. <laughs> so, yeah. So, when I was a kid, um, I told my dad to get me the omnibus version of Hitchhiker's Guide, mm. um, including Mostly Harmless, which apparently everyone hates. I love that book. I've never read it. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Everyone dies. So, <laughs> literally, that's why people hated that book. Everyone died, pretty much. Uh, you just I just said I didn't read it, and you just ruined it for me. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been like 20 years. It's fine. <laughs> I don't expect you to, to immediately jump on it with your half-finished book. I list. could. I don't know. I mean, fine. <laughs> it's still a good book. Why do I, I actually think I own it. I just haven't read it. So, I actually lost it because I moved around so much. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But uh, one of my favorite things was it had uh, this uh, alien cover on it, and the alien looked like Mike Wazowski. But he, it never shows up in the book. Like, there's never really an alien that looks like that in any of the books. What? And, yeah, and I got it. The first time I got it was because I thought that alien would show up in the books, but it never did. Never did. I never did. It was, I was like, Douglas Adams, if you are still alive, you'd be telling your publisher to make better decisions on book covers. <laughs> Wait, I thought Mostly Harmless was the book he didn't write. No, he didn't write it. His, um, he, he partially wrote it, it was Postilis, mm-hmm. but I think his like family or foundation or whatever but somebody finished it right yeah they basically pieced it together well maybe that alien was supposed to originally show up in it yeah maybe but the ending was written by him like he had notes on how it would end and he did talk about it Mm -hmm. but the writing is definitely a little bit different because he basically finished with the salmon of doubt yeah the detective one Mm -hmm. the two books and i think there was a third book but it wasn't by him it was by like his son or something Mm -hmm. No, like he did a JR token where his the son published took over the book and stuff. Yeah. yeah, he just got all that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how can but you yeah. say no to the money? But still, though, those aliens, like I saw Mike Wazowski. I mean, yeah. before I even saw saw Monsters Inc. Yeah, it's like this is so cool. That green alien. Maybe all over the cover. Maybe Mike Wazowski is based on. That, that could be. That could be it. But those aliens didn't have legs. They just had two arms coming out, like the oh. cover. But they were green, and they also had one eye, like Mike yeah. Wazowski. So. Mike Wazowski. I just <laughs> love it when those kids say it. Oh, it's amazing. How, how does the old lady say? I can never get it. Um, like oh, the like um, number yeah. one. Yeah, Mike Wazowski. <laughs> okay, don't judge my impression. It I'm gets sorry. me every time though. Every time. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, I I, I should have. <clears throat> I just wish I had more alcohol when I watched that movie. When I watched Bernard Green Stranger. You know what's funny about it is that. Okay, so one of the reasons why I have this movie, I bought it because I liked it. The comic or the the movie? Oh, okay. I had seen it. I liked it. It was the movie that made me remember Paul Giamatti. Mm. I know he had done a bunch of stuff before that, but it, you know, like, there's always that movie that's like, I'm gonna know who you are now. It's funny this because is it. he's unrecognizable in that movie too. I don't find he's unrecognizable. Really? Like, I find he just looks like I Paul think the Giamatti. Bald spot kind of is more bald than I expected. Maybe, but and but this this is still the movie that's like, I know this person's name now. His name is Paul Giamatti. Like mm-hmm. this is that movie for me. Mm-hmm. And I obviously haven't watched it in a very long time because I remembered the Paul Giamatti scenes. I right. did not remember that there's interjections by the real guy, and they <laughs> made it was more like a half biography, half documentary style yeah. kind of thing. Like. I didn't remember any of that stuff at all. Like, in no way, shape, or form. Right. And I was like, it started, and I was just like, what? Oh, that, what? I was like, I was just confused. Yeah. And this seems to be happening very regularly as I'm going through these, because I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't watched any of these movies in a very long time. It's refreshing, though. You get a different perspective. You do. Yeah. And I like the fact that they have, they have the real guy against the portrayal yeah and i also think that's what made giamatti's portrayal better is that he did actually get his eccentricities right Right. and his sound of his voice right and the kind of the way he kind of like you know it's not even nonchalantly it's very what do you call it 
conspicuous way of kind of like sitting it's like he he's like he's like i know i'm sitting this way but i'm sitting this way for a reason yeah, you know like yeah, yeah. he just always like the looks. weight of the world on his shoulders uh, yeah he's slouching and he's so pissed off and yeah everything all yeah. the time and i'm yeah. just like oh my god like i mean i am far from far i'm not an optimist i'm just gonna put it that way i'm not an optimist but even this made me be like oh it's no what we're just, both optimistic bastards but at least we have Optimistic bastards? It's a it's a term that I one of my friends from way back actually brought it up. Mm-hmm. And for a little time on Facebook they had the religion part and it was an option in religion. It was optimistic like Optimistic Bastard. I don't even know. It was what... like optimistic bastardism. Like you are pretty pessimistic, but you kind of try to see the silver lining now and then. See, I just thought it was like a like a a cynical pessimist. I'm cynical. I'm cynical against pessimism, so I always still see like oh, a good side of something. Pes- really? Yeah. I always thought cynical pessimism was exactly how it was. Like you are cynical and mm-hmm. you are a pessimist. Not that you are cynical towards pessimism. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. It's weird. Yeah. But but that's the thing. Like I go through my life seeing all the bad things, and I'm like, yeah, that's horrible. That's horrible. You know what's gonna happen here? This horrible thing's gonna happen. <laughs> but then when other people do it to me, and I'm like, oh, you're crazy. You're amazing. Everything's gonna be fine. Stop reminding me. Stop it. <laughs> uh, the world's gonna end. If I say it, it's fine. If somebody else says it, I'm like, oh, you're not no. allowed. I own this. I own this. This is my thing. Yeah. <laughs> Let me be the rain cloud on agony. Yeah. Let me be that person. Come on. You I just be fabulous, okay? Exactly. <laughs> I bring down. I bring the clouds. You bring the sunshine. Let's Aww. leave it that way. Just, just go with it. Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> But yes, so that's me. That's yeah. good. It's good um, to know. That's very. Um, I did like how like it was a bit more optimistic at the end though when he retired with the cake. It was it was cute. Yes, I like the ending. It was yes. after literally like dredging through depressing stuff. You mm. you get that ending. I mean, he's never never got another job. He was always a clerk and everything, but. It was a good ending. Which I thought was kind of sad. It, it was definitely a little bittersweet. Oh, he died. Yeah, he died in 2010. I didn't know that. Yeah, because uh, I looked it up after, and uh, the comic stopped, I think, in 2008 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically they did end with, uh, they did like the Panty Year, and then they did another like omnibus thing, and then that was it, because he just kind of stopped being motivated. Like, he had all these artists, illustrator friends doing all the artwork for him, but then he just kind of... Because it wasn't bringing him any money or anything, right? He was just doing those jazz reviews and mm-hmm. scraping by as a clerk. So, like, even the comics. Like, the movie did bring him some money, but it never really got to him. Like, the royalties never... Made it that made far. Made it that far, yeah. But I also think the thing is, too, is you retire from the thing that kept you going and gave you... Well, gave him his view on people yeah, and life. Yeah, very true. And as you, once you retire, you're like, yeah. well, what am I going to bitch about? Yeah. I you think know? he did a couple, like, interviews and, mm-hmm. like, uh, gallery showings of, like, early prints. Yeah, I don't... Uh, he probably was yeah. really grumpy the whole time he did those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His, I think his wife was still alive or she outlived him, for sure. Joyce. Yeah. Joyce, what's her surname? Like, Babner or something like that? Yeah, Babner. Yeah, yeah apparently she is still alive. Isn't she like 80? She's only 66. Oh, okay. But she was born in 52. He was born in 39. That's a huge Yeah, they're like 10 years apart. Yeah. 
oh, then that means when they married, she was like mid twenties, probably. Yeah. Mm, she was quite a bit younger than him. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was a trend though. <laughs> it was a trend for a very long time. <laughs> Is that everything about American Splendor? I think. Um. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely very highly rated. The the ratings for it were. It was actually funny. One little anecdote I want to add was, uh, like Roger Ebert rated very highly, mm-hmm. and a lot of them actually didn't find find it like as like depressing as he talked about. They were saying, "Oh, they're like little silver linings and everything," and the the laugh the funny parts are laugh out loud. There are some very yeah funny yeah parts really in the really funny parts. Yeah. But um, the reason they gave it four out of four is they were saying that the way uh, Picard represents the every man is so honest that it's not depressing it's very real no i think they got it wrong i think the problem is is that i think i think the thing is is that people like picard is such a character yeah that people didn't really believe he was a real person right and that's why the comic books did so well they're like this guy is too angry and too yelly and too whatever and yes we all have these internal thoughts sometimes and whatever but he is too much. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why people liked the comic book, you know, and people bought the comic books and stuff. But I also think that's why the movie is so sad and so telling to me is because, no, he did he wasn't exaggerating. This, that that's him. him. Yeah. That, that is, this is the person. Yeah. And I think that's also one of the reasons why they integrated the real him into with the fake him is because people are just like they're not gonna they're gonna think he's a joke they're gonna think he's a character no 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 here let him talk for five minutes here you take this (laughs) you will see he is this is how he actually is yeah that's that's it yeah so and and i think that's the thing i found really sad about is that he went through his whole life like it's the first scene is he's like eight years old trick-or-treating and he is that sad already like he's, yeah. he's already got the world on his shoulders already yeah at that age you know and it, it doesn't get better See, if i were that lady i would have just made him take a candy apple it might have changed his life yeah but Not he didn't him. he he said forget it and he walked away no, i would have forced it on him oh. <laughs> yeah he'd probably oh. throw it away exactly he'd have been like what ah he <laughs> chucked it like it would have been done <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, talking about, you know, crazy people. Oh, <laughs> Animal House. Animal House. Oh, oh, hijinks in Sue. Love it. Um, I just, before we start on it, uh, so I know you did not watch the DVD, but I watched the DVD. And the trailers on the DVD had me very confused. Yeah? The trailers on the DVD included Scarface. <laughs> The John Hughes collection, which was Breakfast Club, Weird Science, and Sixteen Candles, and then Monty Python's The Meaning of Life. I've never seen a single trailer of Animal House. I did. Really? Yeah. And I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe it's the age of the people watching it they're trying to appeal to, but yeah. I just think it's a weird combination of films before Animal House. It is kind of National Lampoon's um, vibe, though, because... Uh, I know you haven't seen a, a futile and stupid gesture, but mm. John Landis and friends, they were directly influenced by Monty Python and Scarface and all that. So maybe it was for the actual fans or people who follow them that would recognize, recognize all that? these references. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. That makes sense. And I also didn't realize how long this movie was, which was like an hour and 50 minutes. I know. I was like, that's a lot. I was actually surprised how long it was. It, oh, some parts were kind of draggy. Um, mm-hmm. but I still didn't expect it to be almost two hours. I thought yep. it'd be like maybe one thirty, one forty-five. But it was like really, two hours later. I was thinking like one twenty. Yeah, I was like it's gonna be short, quick, be done with it, but and it just kept going. It took so long to build up to the end. Yeah, <laughs> and also that end was nowhere near. I I think I relate better to the dean now than to I know the quote unquote kids at college i felt so bad for the dean yeah i like, gonna be honest mm-hmm. that probably wrecked his entire career well yeah yeah but but the problem is too is that like i realized especially pre well no in movies in general when you have people that are a free spirit yeah I don't think movies actually understand what a free spirit is. And they make these people that are so inconsiderate to everyone else. Yeah. And actually puts people in physical danger on a regular basis. And they think it's hilarious and it's okay. Everything's going to be all right all the time. Yeah. And that's not how it works. Yeah. And it just really makes me angry. Like it really does. Like, you know, you watch movies like Happy Go Lucky or um, Breakfast at Tiffany's or um, Animal House. And then you like you watch them and like these characters, they're not they're not particularly nice people. They're they're not they don't think about other people besides themselves. Uh, Even movies like Harold and Maude. You know, yeah. like Maud is a carefree older woman. She knows she's going to die and all this kind of stuff, but she is a free spirit. No, she's a danger to society. You know, like she's a dangerous person. They can get away with it though because of Hollywood. Like Hollywood, like one thing I noticed was comedies like these that came out in the 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. well, 60s to 80s. They're very outlandish and very extreme. They take slapstick to the extreme. Mm-hmm. Whereas nowadays it's more... It's closer to real life, where, yeah, to a point, movies don't really have characters that have such huge assholes that endanger everyone. Mm-hmm. So it's almost when I watch old movies like these, I just kind of throw my sensibilities like, out the window and yeah. just smoke a joint and, and I get can say that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoke a joint. Please don't cut me out. <laughs> um, and then just enjoy it for what it is because it's never gonna happen in real life to this mm-hmm. extent. Well, that's the thing. It's not the it's not the slapstick that bothers me. It's not like you know the horse in the dean's office. Like that's not a thing that bothers me. <laughs> the things that bothers me are like the small things. Like um, like that kid has his uncle's car, and they're like, "Let's go on a road trip," and for yeah. no reason, they are literally ramming the car into different things. Oh, and he's yeah, like, yeah. "Don't damage my don't damage yeah, my uncle's car." After and they're yeah. just like, "Take it easy." Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's gonna be fine. Whatever. Yeah. We're gonna falsely report this to the police. And all I can think of is like, "A, that's fraud." Okay. <laughs> Um, and B, you could have just drove, like, you could have driven the car just as a responsible adult and it yeah. would have been fine. So, you know. So when I first saw that, I was thinking, yeah, they're, they're absolute dicks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, then 
I was thinking it was probably a way for for them to get back at his brother who is part of the uh, I can't remember but the the house that is like the pretentious house mm-hmm. it's because they knew that his brother Fred I think was part of that house they just didn't care for his brother's car because at the very start um, the the dude the uh, what's his name Tenzo not Tenzo what's uh, Kent yeah his okay. name is Kent they say that his brother is part of the pretentious house. Oh, okay. When they're introducing themselves, okay. um, it's a bit convoluted. So no one from from the, sh- from the crappy house, Delta House, Delta yeah. house likes his brother. Okay. So I think when he borrowed his brother's car, they just didn't Was care. it his brother's car or was it his uncle's car? His brother's car. His brother's car. And okay. his brother is part of the... the but he's, a, he's an alumnus, right? Yeah, he was an alumnus. Yeah. That didn't have a house, so they just accepted him in Delta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it could have been a way of them just like, we don't care about your brother, you think your brother's an asshole, so we just... Yeah, but that's still also... It's still an asshole move. ...dickish, like, it's, it's, but because it, it's, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't affect them, it doesn't yeah. do the brother anything, yeah. all it does, it, it just bothers him, like, yeah, it's, it's it doesn't do anything, right? Yeah. Uh, so it was, like, stuff like that, like, I didn't... I didn't care about, like, the antics. It was just shit like that. You know, you doing it to the person that's supposed to be, you know, your friend, your brother, the person you're supposed to be taking care of in your in your fraternity. Yeah. And you're just doing things to make his life difficult. Yeah. yeah. But that was it. You know, you're not helping in oh, any man, way. I cried a little when they cut up the car. Oh, God, yes. And then Jeez. they made it into that cake car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Monstrosity. I was like, no, no. come on. Yeah. Like, I did not enjoy that at all. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I find vehicles of, like, the 70s and stuff, a lot of them are just beautiful pieces muscle of machinery. Cars? Yes. Yeah, American muscle cars are gorgeous vehicles. You know, like, oh, that's yeah. it. And so, especially, like, like movies in, like, the early 80s to, like, well, I should say from, like, the 50s to the early 80s. Right. All of the vehicles in the most of the time, I'm just like, oh, that's like, um, I want to drive one of those the cars. First, it's amazing. The movies that come up immediately, I drive where he he. I hate that movie, but yes, I know what you're talking him. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And original Blade Runner. Oh yeah. Oh man. Um, I know they're supposed to be like beautiful vehicles and that fly and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. They're still really cool. I I they're still I've really always cool. wanted a um sixty five Thunderbird. Ooh. So it's the Thunderbird before they they extended the the. The, the front, front cab really mm-hmm. long so it's like the middle one yeah and people have given me so much shit they're like oh you're just trying to compromise or uh not compromise you're just trying to compensate because you like your muscle Ooh, cars and i'm yeah. like it's a gorgeous car no that's a gorgeous car right? what are you talking it's about com- i want the convertible version also oh, like this one yeah yeah look at that is that bronze or copper Whatever. it's like a copper oh man that's gorgeous yeah it's a really nice car. Yeah. Or even like old Corvettes. Yeah. Yeah. Real cor- really? Old ones. Like really old ones. I don't remember the year, but older Corvettes look very different from Corvettes now. Because the Corvettes I'm thinking... Oh yeah, these ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The hot rod. Classic yeah. hot rod cars. It would have to be... I don't like the hard top one. I do right. really like the convertible version though. Oh yeah. Um, they don't make cars like these anymore. No. They're like... Uh, I, I do, <laughs> I prefer, like, heavy, like, heavy muscle cars, not sports cars. 
So like Mustangs and Ooh. and stuff, I really really like. Are you the kind of person who likes to smell like the engines too? Yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah. Um. But like I don't like you know like people get all excited about like uh, Maseratis and Ferraris yeah, like, and uh, like port like cars. like Porsche Boxsters and stuff. Yeah. I'm like I like the sound of the engine and I like that they go fast, but I hate everything else about the vehicles. Like the, the like visually, they're they're nice to look at. Yeah. But they're too low to the ground. The seating right. isn't isn't right. They just they look uncomfortable to me, right? Yeah. And I like a car with like like legitimate power. Yeah. You know, uh, so that's why like I do kind of, and like I like you know like SUVs and and stuff like that. Like like I like Hummers for example, not H twos and H threes. I mean like Hummers. Right. You know like the original army style. Hummer, like I like. You're such that. a dude inside. No, no. <laughs> if I was a dude, I'd be able to give you engine specs and stuff. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but yeah, like I like, yeah. I like, I like meat on the vehicle. On the yeah. other spectrum, though, I do love Porsche 918s and classic Coopers. Oh, yeah, they're nice. They're nice. They make very good turns. Like they, they because of the way they're built and they're so small, they mm-hmm. can just do sharp left turns in tiny Italian alleys. And stuff. Yeah, and, and that's what they're made is, for. My friend is yeah. totally into F1, and he tells me about how they like used to use them in. Um, it's called Group Two racing, mm-hmm. so it's like the more dangerous racing, with like they go up like crazy mountainous sides, and they would always use classic Coopers mm-hmm. and Porsches. Yeah, because yeah. they what happens is is because of like the the oh my god I'm gonna sound like an asshole because <laughs> I can't remember the terms right now. But anyways, like when they're they're up to speed and stuff like that, they actually they sink lower to the yeah. ground. Yeah. Um, and then when they take corners and stuff, they're less. They have a low um flip ratio. What? Yeah, I, I know what you're ratio. talking about. Not ratio. It's not right. ratio. It's uh, whatever. Don't I worry, but, I won't judge you. When my friend talks half the time, I don't understand what he's saying. <laughs> I just let him go on. The problem is, is when people do the jargon at me, I know what they're talking about. But then when it's my turn to actually say the jargon, I'm like, what's those words you just said again? It's that. It's that. That's what I'm talking. <laughs> It's that thing. Do you want me to draw a diagram for you? Yeah. Draw a diagram. That works, right? <laughs> but I think, like, I think, like, cars and motorcycles and stuff, like, I think all of them, or most of them, are really, they're just beautiful. Like, they're, oh, yeah. they're just made really beautifully. But at the same time, I still want to enjoy being physically in it. So, you know. And feeling the power of the engine as it revs up. Yeah, like, but that's the thing. It's not, like, yes, I do enjoy that kind of thing. But at the same time, for example, like I really like Teslas and Teslas mm-hmm. when you get in it, there it's not heavily revved engines or anything yeah. like that. It's very quiet, low power and stuff, but it's just about the way the consoles are, the seating arrangement, right. like the way the seats are, you know, the placement of like dials and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Like the um I love it when like vehicles they actually pay attention to what your dashboard looks like, its placement oh, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Because I mean I can't even remember what car it was, but I was shopping for a car a few years ago, and one of the things that really frustrated me was the placement of dials in your, the cars were stupid. Yeah. Like, you have to pay attention to the road, you have to have your hands on the wheel, and if I wanted to change the radio station or whatever, it's on the freaking other side yeah. of the dash, and you've got to, like, actually pay attention to where it is, instead of usually, it's close by, and you go click, just move a little, quick little movement, and you're fine. Yeah. You know, and it's stuff like that. I'm like, you're not actually taking, you think it looks cool, but you're actually not taking into consideration how the vehicle is going to be used or how it's going to be or regularly used. You, get it. It's you know, designer perfume. yeah. And I it's, only why, like, want to get like few cars, even the cars that I really liked. 
I look at the interface, I'm like, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a, and that's the problem. Yeah, and I'm very anxious when I'm on the road, even if I'm not the one driving. And mm-hmm. if I have to stretch being so short, um, for reference, I'm five feet, guys. I'm <laughs> being so short. <laughs> to, like, change, like, the station, it would, like, kill me. I'd probably get into an accident right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and it was stuff like that that was just really frustrating me. And I'm just like, this this console is dumb. Yeah. Like, this just, just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know? Um, or even, like, um, like when you're doing, like, your turning signals. Like, it, it was just, I was just getting really annoyed. <laughs> I was just, like, I was like, none of this makes any sense. What are you doing? It was actually, on that note, um, so my partner and I were driving in the States, and we were taking her mom's car. And it was really dark, and we spent 10 whole minutes trying to find the fog lights. And he was like, it was mm-hmm. like a, I forgot the car, but it doesn't matter. He's going to kill me because I don't remember the car. Um, but we like, took forever, and we finally found the fog lights, and that was not even on the same day. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> like, three days later, I'm like, oh, there they yeah. are. Got it. <laughs> and yeah. it's bright and sunny out, and it's no longer dark. Like, are you going to stop being an asshole? Your lights are too bright. Right. Turn your lights down. Turn it off. <laughs> Yeah, 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 stuff like that's just really annoying to me. It's like, it just doesn't make any sense. Anyways. I actually don't remember much of Animal House. It was like a trip. Really? I, I mean, mean, I yeah. remember bits and pieces, but I don't remember when it happened. Like, you know how there's so much going on in the movie. Well, that's the thing. So one of my biggest problems with the movie is the fact that you know what's happening during a school year. Yes. When does homecoming happen? I don't know. Oh yeah, I'm not from the states. I'm I don't, not from I don't the know. states either. I, I don't. I don't know when homecoming happens, but we know it's ju- like the movie starts at the beginning of the school year. Yes. And I didn't realize this is actually like a retelling. It's a historical film because this comes out and came out in 70... 80, 84. 78. 78? 78? Oh. Seventy-eight. And in the movie, when the movie starts, it's Faber College, nineteen sixty-two. Like, oh right. I didn't realize it was like I thought it was just the same time period. You know, within that time. Yeah. And, but the thing is, is I have, there's, there's no reference to time passing or when this happened and, because it, like, seriously, this could have happened, all of this could have happened within the same week as far as I know. I I, I had, I have no idea. They did a couple of times in the movie talk about what terms they were going in, back into though, because, um, remember they kept saying that they were going to fail by the end of the term, so you know that there is the start of the year until the end of the term which the movie happens because if not if they get got a very low gpa their house would be closed down that's what you mm-hmm. mean so you have like i would say four or five months four months right yeah so you have because well, that, that, that's why i was trying to figure out because it ends on that year's homecoming yeah parade or whatever because yeah. it's, it's like even at the beginning the guy at the beginning he's like i've got to keep on my beanie until homecoming oh, that yeah. was the whole thing yeah and so he has it until then and then but i was just like i'm not from this i don't know when homecoming is so i'm like trying to figure out how many months it is but i know it's not a whole year yeah and then i'm like so but when does when does all this stuff happen and all this kind of like it just didn't the timeline just didn't make any kind of sense to me is is all it was it was a little bit frustrating Cause it's just so crazy and yeah you know your college experiences are so much fun you, you just don't know where the time goes yeah yeah i i actually read about the uh how they got all the stories that all the crazy things that happened 
So it was two of the writers and Landis's um, experiences from so three <coughs> three different college experiences meshed together to make this film. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably why it feels kind of disjointed too. They kind of tried to connect all these like three different people's experiences from college into this crazy film. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah I guess I could could do it as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like it was just it just kind of felt sort of yeah disjointed it's a fun movie though there were a lot of little references that if i would think that if i were from an american college i would find even funnier Um, yeah but like for example john lennis's character is is, what's his name the 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 dude who drinks beer all the time Mm -hmm. and he's climbing up the ladder to to look at girls John Landis? No, you're talking about John uh, John Belushi. John Belushi. Yeah. (laughs) Two Johns will make it right. John Belushi's character. Yeah. Uh, He's climbing up the ladder and he sees the girls and then he kind of like falls down the ladder, falls off the ladder because he just like basically... He like like blacks out pretty much. He's just like, what's going on? Boobs. Hot girls. (laughs) That was hilarious. All I was thinking was just like, oh yeah, they used to go through a lot of trouble to see boobs back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no Instagram. There's no Snapchat. There's just... You could just use Google. Type in boobs. Got boobs. Done. Google back in the... Well, no, now. Oh, now. Now. No, back in the day. No, they didn't have that kind of thing. They had to to follow people home and climb up ladders and have have them have a pillow fight with their shirts off for some reason. I'm like, I know you're a sorority and stuff, and I know you're a bunch of girls. pillow fights! But it's not even the pillow fight. It's the fact that they didn't have clothes on. I'm like, you still put on clothes around each other. Like, that's not how it really works. That that part made me laugh, though, because it was so outlandish, but Mm. it was kind of like... You're making fun of college at the same time. I get it. No, I think they're making fun of porn at that point in time. Yeah, true. Yes, because that's like such a trope, right? Yeah. It's just like girls get together and for some reason they get naked and have pillow fights. Ooh. <laughs> what? No, we don't. Do we? Did I miss out on something? What's happening? Like, I, like what, what is even going on? You know? <laughs> so I'm like, no, no. Like, I don't, I don't really think that's a thing on average. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but also, that's technically a felony what he did. So, keeping Tom's a, is a felony, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Nowadays, I wouldn't know, but back then, probably. Probably. I would still think it's part of the law, right? I now. would hope it's part of the law. Yes. Yeah. But also, it's harder. Well, because they also have all that stuff with like, um, re- like revenge revenge posting and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Which I think yeah. is just disgusting. Yeah. Um, so that, I think that probably falls in the same category of yeah. things. Yeah. Horrible. But also, I never really... Like, I don't... I guess because I'm not from the States or whatever, and I did go to university, but I still don't understand this whole fraternity, sorority yeah, nonsense. I don't. I don't get it. And why you have to be hazed and tortured to get into them, and <laughs> the spanking. What's What's to get so into great them. about it? Yeah, I, I love the like the juxtaposition between the two. But like, you know, here's this thing, and here's this thing. And let's party and drink. Where the other people are like all solemn, and they've got canceled, and they're getting spanked. And the please, they're gonna have some more. The, the dude that's doing the spanking clearly enjoys. <laughs> clearly enjoys <laughs> Poor Kevin Bacon. Yes. Um, <laughs> please, I'm gonna have some more. Yes. 
dying inside. <laughs> just like, oh my god, what's happening? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I also found it interesting that um, Donald Sutherland was in this movie. Oh, which was he? He was the teacher. No wonder he looks so familiar. That's Donald Sutherland, yes. Oh! Because it was really funny, because that's the same year he did The Great Train Robbery and Invasions of the Body Snatchers, which are two amazing movies. Body Snatchers is amazing. Amazing it's movies. It's one of my favorites. And I'm just like, how the, how did you end up in Animal House if this is the other stuff that you're doing that year? Like, because I the double secret probation. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, secretly, I'm doing this stuff. But really, I'm doing this. Also, one thing that made me laugh was the Pan Hellenic Disciplinary Council where they all got put in the room, the whole Delta House, and they were going against it, and and they just walked off. Yeah, and they the just left. And he, they were like, "You can't just walk off." And he's like, "Well, we just did. We just that's, did. That's that's it. That's what's happening." But what's really funny about that scene is like, I was like, this scene is so cliche. And I was like, wait yeah. a second. It's cliche because of this movie. Exactly. Because it's shown up like earlier, uh, well, right at the beginning of the podcast, I, I did Accepted. And they have pretty much oh, that yeah. scene in that movie. They don't walk off. They win their case or whatever because there yeah. has to be a happy ending. But at the same time, it's pretty much that scene, you know? It's, it's amazing how much National Lampoon has actually um, influenced so much, like, comedy after it. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't even think it's just comedy. It's just films in general. Like, when people are doing, like, references and stuff. That's true. They like do all references. the different tropes, too. Mm -hmm. It's just all the lines are blurred at this point. Yeah. There's so many there's... movies just taking references from other movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I even think uh, some movies, like, some directors and, like, writers and stuff like that, they don't even necessarily know, like... They're referencing something sometimes. Yeah. And it's like they're just writing something and they're just like, oh no, this is the way it should go. But they don't know why yeah. it should go that way. Yeah. But it's because, you know, that's something they've seen. And they grew up with. They grew up with it. Yeah. yeah. They've seen it several times and like they automatically put it this way. Yeah. For that reason. They need like other people to tweet at them to to find out. To <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, the movie comes out three years later after writing it, and they're just like, This is clearly taken from this and this and this. And they're just like yeah, that is similar. Interesting. I better get my lawyer now. I don't want to be sued. <laughs> but don't like. I would assume they would do some sort of checking of something when somebody writes Depends something. Depends on their budget. It's it's not that they don't do the checking. I think it's the layer of investigation. Yeah, they you know, have. one layer compared to like thirty-five layers, Depending kind of thing. How many good lawyers you can afford? That's true. Yeah. How much paperwork you can give people. <laughs> I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. Well, the Bogans need better lawyers for sure, or paperwork. No, but they. I think they have lawyers. It's just a bureaucracy, right? Because everything has to be. Nobody wants to take responsibility for something. Oh, that's true. So everything has to go through like thirty-five layers of people before it gets back to do whatever you know. <laughs> so it's by it's by the book every time. Who writes the book? That is the question. You know, they, quotation marks, they, they, yeah, they. they do, right? I mean, we live by their oh, rules on a regular basis, oh, so, man. you know. And who made up these rules? Existential questions. <laughs> <laughs> then you get back to this movie, it's like, shove food in your mouth, I'm a zit. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> so when I saw that, 
that scene, I was wondering how much of it was real. Like, just shove food in your mouth. Every kind of food. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually did it. Actually, yeah. Food. Yeah. It's like bullshit. He would have done burgers with cake with. Oh yeah, that one scene where he took like the whole <laughs> burger with everything on it and just shoved the whole thing fit in his mouth. And I was just like, oh my god, how did you not die? Like you should have choked. Like that's crazy. Oh, nuts. Oh man. I'm a zit. Yeah. Goodbye, goodbye. Uh, there was also this scene. I already mentioned this part with the the horse in the dean's office. That scene, <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought that scene was hilarious. The dude measuring the horse in the. That's what I was getting and at. And, was, and they're having like this serious meeting about the the parade <laughs> and stuff. And he's just like he's just measuring, and nobody's paying attention until he brings in the yeah. like chainsaw so, and starts yeah. it. And I was like. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, for, I, I love how drawn out it was too. For five whole minutes, you're wondering why is this guy measuring this horse in the doorway, and then he he, he rips out his chainsaw from nowhere, and you're yeah. like, oh. See, that's the kind that's of how you, you move a horse. Yeah, that's how you get. That's where you can clearly see their Monty Python influence. Oh, definitely. Yeah, because Monty Python is classic for doing that. Just these drawn out, dry, yeah. completely dry scenes. And yeah. then this one thing right at the end makes the whole thing. And you just die laughing, you yeah. know? It's great. I thought that was a lot of fun. Oh, Otter and Mrs. Werner, Wormer look the same age, I thought. Otter is... Um, the guy... Who thinks he's super cool? Oh yeah. Um, who picks up the Mrs. Wor- he's at the grocery store. Oh yeah. When they're having they the party, look they the looked exactly age. the same age. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was weird. And the other thing I noticed about Otter is anytime he's in scenes where he's being nonchalant, quote unquote, <laughs> and he's whistling, he's always sing um whistling um Peter's song from Peter and the Wolf. He kept whistling it, and I was just yeah. like, "Why is it like this specific song? Like, I, I wonder if they shot like a bunch of his scenes in the same day, and that's the only thing he gets stuck in." I was trying to pinpoint that, but then I felt really awkward because if I had to look for it on Google, I would just put "do do 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 Animal House," and <laughs> because I've done that before. Like, and it works, song? doesn't it? What it is works. The song that goes "do do 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 do," <laughs> and then you get five songs, and you spend an hour, and then you go into this path, and you're like. I still haven't found what the fuck that song is, but I found like ten other great, great classic songs. Song. Well, now I gotta listen to these other <laughs> yeah. things, but now I still haven't found this one thing. There's this thing like it's like when you're looking for an Arcade Fire song. What's that song that goes whoa over and over again? <laughs> you just put an Arcade Fire whoa whoa whoa, but that's like five of their songs. But then it turns out right? it's not Arcade Fire. It's like Mumford and Sons. You're like shit. <laughs> you're like, what have I done with my life today? This is crazy. It's one of my things. I love Mumford and Sons. Oh, yeah. No, I It's one of the reasons why I don't use Spotify very often. I, 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 they get my tastes very yeah, wrong. Every time I play Daily Mix, just to pass the time or whatever, fill the space, I spend a lot of time like, can't, like, don't play this song. Mm-hmm. This is the last fucking time I'm listening to Mumford and Sons. Stop playing this freaking song. Just it. Yeah. Just because I listen to Irish people like Glenn Hansard doesn't mean Mumford and Sons is on the same level as Glenn Hansard. I don't know who Glenn Hansard is, but... The Doors. I mean, The Frame, sorry. Not door. Oh, The Frame. Okay, yeah, yeah. The Doors. Oh, I get the mix-up. I get the yeah. hands. Yeah. Door Frame. I get it. Door Frame. I get it. Yeah. I would think The Frame would have come before The Doors, but it's fine. really depends on your... Uh... Architectural humor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yes. 
<laughs> You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Really, I was going to say it really depends on whether you use a level or not, but. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, we are nerds on a different level. It's fine. Revenge of the nerds. Uh, oh, that reminds. Sorry, this is what going. Sorry, we're gonna go back to American Splendor for one second, where uh, Toby did a round trip of 260 miles to see just Revenge of the Nerds. I was like, that is not a movie to do that kind of round trip for. I'm sorry. Yeah. I understand he likes it and everything, but at the same time, I was like, oh, you could have done so much But better. he's a proud nerd. He is a proud nerd, and he's allowed to be a proud he's nerd. He's allowed to be a proud nerd. But still, pick a better nerd movie. Jeez. I was so. wondering, though, what movies were were there? Like, what movies about nerds actually came out during that time? Because that was a really old movie, too. Revenge okay. of the Nerds. You're making me I and have... some of my listeners feel uncomfortable by calling that a very old movie. Okay. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, Age is just... Okay, Revenge of the Nerds came out in 1984. Yes. Okay. Um, I was alive in 1984, so there. Sounds like a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do, like... Write pen pals letters and... and... Uh, yeah, it was part of the movie. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what else came out in 1984? So, there was Dune. Commodores? Dune? Dune. There Dune. was... Um, oh, Dune. 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 Uh, Indiana Jones Temple of Doom was out. Once Upon a Time in America. Great Karate movie. Kid. Shit, Terminator. Really? Amadeus. Ghostbusters. Amadeus is an amazing, underrated, animated movie. I love it. It's a, it's an animated <sighs> is movie. Is this the animated one, right? Is it? Yeah, there's only yeah, one version of it. it. No, this so is this is not animated. This one's not animated. It's a different film. Oh, my bad. My bad. I did watch it. Fair bit though. Um, Ghostbusters, Sixteen Candles, The Neverending Story, Nightmare on Elm Street. See, my nineteen eighty four was a good year. My question is though, what are the movies were there about nerds that he would have driven? He should have driven two hundred and sixty miles. Um, uh, technically, technically. Um, Ghostbusters is about a bunch of nerds. Very Go see Ghostbusters. Um, also 16 Candles. Bunch of nerds are in there. Uh, also Never Ending Story. That kid is a nerd. Gets beat up at school. Runs away. Tells the story. Very save the world. True. He could have driven. Let's just blame it on bad writing. Just, yeah. Just yeah. blame it. But maybe that's just the movie. No, I think that's the movie he actually went to go see. And I would not yeah. be surprised. But at the same time, he just could have picked something better is all I'm saying. Uh, Footloose. Look at that. He's, he's, you know, a buckaroo bonsai. Oh, jeez. <laughs> buckaroo. Yeah. I have never seen that. I personally, I didn't, I didn't like it, but I know a lot of people who do like it. So I'm just gonna <laughs> let them have that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Starman. This is Spinal Tap. Beverly Hills Cop. Top Secret oh, Splash. Oh, Romancing the Stone. Oh, love that movie. You've never seen it, have you? No, I'm not. I'm not quite. Old You're yet. killing me. You're uh, killing me. I know me. that age gap really gets to you. Yeah, it does. Sometimes you say things, and I'm just like, oh yeah, oh, I'm still a kid inside. I'm, I'm not, an old woman. Thank you. Young. Oh, I'm not that. I'm. I'm old enough. Yeah, you're old enough. Yeah. But I also don't think, at your age, I definitely was taking in a lot of media that was before I was born. So when a lot of people are just like, 
oh, that was before I was born, so I never saw it. I'm like, is, is that an excuse? I always, I'm always like, that's not an excuse. I don't, <laughs> what? I don't, like, no. See, I got older sisters who mm-hmm. are your age. Yeah. And so, like, I watch whatever they did because they had more TV time than I did. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, they had really poor taste. Oh. That's really it. My mom would just, like, put on MGM all the time. Like, yeah. And I don't know why, but she wouldn't watch it. She would just leave it on. Yeah. And I was always ended up watch, being in the middle of a movie I did not understand. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, I don't, what? What's yeah. happening? I don't, I don't understand anything. I did not have my love for Cary Grant then. I was 10. I was too Yeah. Young. You're just like, no, I'm good. Thank <laughs> you. Why is everything in black and white? Yeah. Why do they talk like they've got something stuck in their throat? Yeah. Why do they enunciate <laughs> so much? Because they had to at that point. <laughs> Um, but no, I understand the black and white thing. Like, I think on the last episode, I actually mentioned this, is that I had a problem watching, I didn't mind older colored movie, like colored movie. Like colorized movie? Yeah. Um, but I had a problem with like older black and white movies because it used to frustrate me watching them, just the black and white. I'd, I'd be trying to picture the scene in color in my head so it would distract me from the actual film I'm looking at. So I watched... Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, the yes. colorized version first, mm-hmm. and then one after a while I watched the black and white version. I'm like, I know, it's called Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. There's no color. Yeah. And it was really getting to me, and then from then I was like, I, I could do like one Christmas black and white movie, mm-hmm. and that's it, because yeah. snow looks pretty in black and white too. Well, yeah, because it's white. It's yeah. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what black snow? Yeah, that's, that's called sludge. No, isn't called ash falling from the ovens. Just from the ovens. That just got. That dark. just got dark. Are we talking oh about Game God. of the Fireflies right now? No, let's not. Let's not go down that road. No, no, no. I made. I'm. I was wrong. Um, actually, one of the black and white movies I really do like, and I think actually it's because it wasn't completely black and white, is why I really liked it. Was um the portrait of Dorian Gray. I've never seen that version. So the, well, the one I saw, I saw it on TCM like two years ago. Um, and I don't know if it was originally released this way or not. I didn't, I didn't see the beginning preamble or the watch the end preambles that they usually have about the movies. Um, but one of the things, the movie, the whole movie's in black and white, except for the portrait of Dorian Gray, like the actual portrait oh. that gets gr- more and more grotesque. Yeah. Right. And I found that was enough. But I also think the movie itself, I actually have to go back and try and rewatch it because I didn't see the movie from the beginning. I saw it from about like half an hour in or so. But what was interesting about it is like I sat there, I just put it on the channel for like two seconds thinking right. I'm just going to change the channel after. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. I've seen it. Yeah, whatever. Um, but no, it just sucked me right in. Like, and I thought like, the acting was really good and I, right. the characters were really interesting and like they built up a proper amount of suspense and, right. and all this kind of stuff and I was just like this is like a legitimately like it's a good movie right. and then you when you finally see the portrait yeah and then they like uncover it and you see like it's in color and you're like what and it's all grotesque and disgusting yeah. and oh uh, you know like it was just so like they used the color the little bit of color right to it's like Accentuate. Yeah, to yeah. accentuate like the point and all that kind of stuff, and it was really well done. Right. And so I'd recommend that one. What year is it? Oh. <laughs> that was a good question. See, I think Dorian Day- Gray, Dorian Gay, sucks you in. I can say that because he's devilishly handsome, or supposed to be. Is it 
a picture of Dorian Gray. 1945. 1945. Wow. That's old. Mm. I, w- I really liked it. I thought it was really good. Hmm. Um, but I, I recommend that one, at least. Apparently there was a 2005 one? I yeah, I think that. I watched that one. Hmm. I don't know. Um, but yeah. but So I recommend that one if you you're want to check out a quote-unquote black and white movie. And Some Like It Hot. That's my favorite one. <laughs> Some Like It Hot? Yes. Is that is um, a movie called Sound Like It Hot? Yeah. It's oh. Marilyn Monroe, Jack Lemmon, and Dean Martin. Oh, shit. What? Sorry, Tony Curtis. How did I say Dean Martin? Tony Curtis. Uh, it's a great movie. It's excellent. Definitely recommend it. Is it hot? Success. Steamy. It is Marilyn Monroe. It's Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Exactly. But anyways... Uh, I guess we should yeah. get back to animals. Just, you know, just showing off how old we are by, uh, yeah. and you rather, but with all the old movies. We've Thank you for, for... You are wise. 30, <laughs> 30s and you're 20, 40s and you're 30. What? I think. Oh, I'm just yes. just to make you feel better. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're 20, I'm 10. The LCBO makes me feel better, because <laughs> at least once a year they card me, and I'm just like, oh, thank you. There you go. <laughs> just once a year? Actually, bro, it's probably about more than that. Okay. I post about it every time I get carded. You'll see. It's fine. <laughs> every time you get carded. Yes, people need to know. I went to the LCBO today and I got carded. Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't mind. I mean, technically you're on Twitter way more than I am. You use Twitter a lot, right? I'm Not really, no. Well, either. I do things. Instagram a lot. Yeah, I, Instagram I, don't, a I don't gram that much, so mm-hmm. I'm the old person here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I stop the gram a lot. Yeah. But I don't post much. Oh, I just think okay. my life is too boring. Well, that's the thing. Like, I I think my life is relatively boring. But I like taking pictures. So then I want other people to see it. <laughs> um, And then, of course, with doing the podcasts and stuff, I started posting a little bit more because of the podcast right. of, like, different things that I'm doing. And so then also that also translated to putting stuff on Twitter a little bit more often. Yeah. But it's 98% tweet that there's a new there's a new episode and then retweet on my other account and hey then, did you check out the new episode and then relearn the ui again yes every time instagram and twitter changes exactly where is the ad button yeah where's that other thing that used to be what how do i oh, oh what did they do i just swiped you know? the wrong way yeah and then i, I realized like why wow, all the people was like yeah instagram updated now it's ruined everything like, <laughs> you mean what are every, you talking about every few months instagram updated ruined everything like, boycott instagram correct. they're still on instagram and everybody's still there it's yeah. like, people get it's over it they get they, used to it it's funny when they post those articles on instagram yeah well because i think instagram thinks it's funny well, yeah, of course. And I'm like, okay, that's nice. <laughs> we still did it, and you're still using it, so we're good to go. <laughs> we Done. don't have any competitors. You're forced to use it, so yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. I was always there. The cat got your tongue? But my last couple of notes were kind of serious, and I don't want to. Now I really want to talk about how serious they are. Well, okay, so so you know there's this scene um, where they have the party and like the he's making out with the girl and the girl passes out. Right, right, right And she's topless right. and everything. Yeah. And I thought it was really good that they had like the the angel and the devil scene. Yeah, like, thing. I actually and, really, really like that scene. Too. And he didn't he didn't do anything to her, yeah. which is great. Um, but one of the biggest problems with this scene that I had was that I know they, they were trying to you know, have him do the right thing, A, B, kind of um, showcase, like, 
masculinity, like how it's kind of portrayed in movies and right. in life and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, they sort of emphasize it because as soon as the guy's like, no, I'm going to do the right thing. The devil's just like, you're gay and poof, oh, dis- yeah, disappears. Yeah. And I'm like, that wasn't necessary, you know, but at that point in time, like it wasn't such a hot button topic. It was yeah. still, you know, you're gay, you're being made fun of, Yeah. you know, whereas now it's just like, no, that's inappropriate. Language yeah. like don't do that. I Me mean, at that time it was like, oh you're gay, you're gay, her her her. Yeah. And then now it's like, oh okay, what do you mean by that? By that exactly. Yeah. And um, but clearly in this, it, it you know it was to insult his masculinity because he didn't rape a girl. Like, yeah. it, and that Sugar was just like, dead. Yeah. yeah. And like so I had a really mixed emotion to it. Like I was yeah. very happy. Like. Like, I knew he wasn't going to in the movie and all that kind of stuff, but I didn't remember the angel-devil thing, and I guess because I was preparing for this, I paid more attention to it. Yeah. And then, so at first I was just like, yeah, that's a good thing, and then the devil said the thing, and I was like, no, you ruined it. Why yeah. would you do that? You know? And so. then she basically, they have sex after, too. Like, not not in the same scene, but later on. She's still with it's him. It's alluded to that. Alluded, yeah, and, yeah, But yeah. she turns out to be 13, and I'm just like, this oh, is yeah. gross. After that. Yeah, yeah, that part was just the kicker for me. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, I, for some reason, I was under, like, I remember she was gonna say she was younger than she was. Yeah. But for some reason, I thought she was 16. I was Same. Like, I thought she was 16. 16, okay, senior in, in high school. He's first year in college. That's okay. Right. Um, but I'm like, 13? No, no. But that is also weird. Why would a 13-year-old be working in a supermarket? That's the time. Really? Yeah. I mean, they, they, they have put on more, um, restrictions to working ages as time has gone by. I, I, for me it was like, maybe 14, but 13 is still a little bit like... Mm-hmm. barely hitting puberty go get a job but she's also like the mayor's daughter and That's she's true. like if you probably like call the friend and be like hey can you give my kid something to do on like weekends so she didn't get in trouble and that's probably yeah. what it was supposed to be yeah. you know because she's always like wait till my parents go to sleep before i can come oh, out and true. so she was sneaking around they know yeah. she's a troublemaker so maybe that's what it was i think it's also because she doesn't look 13 like the actor doesn't look she doesn't look 13 at all no. but that was that was the whole joke right yeah. i mean if she looked 13 he wouldn't have he would yeah. he would not have done anything it would not have been yeah a thing right so i don't know and um there was also the thing that bothered me was the scene in in the bar when they went to go see um oh curtis day and the knights again yeah. and like i understand it was like a black bar and everything but yeah. they're not black people have a good time without being hostile so i don't yeah they were that was definitely unnecessary hostility in that scene. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was ex- like, I understand about being ignored and stuff, but people are not going to pull a knife on you and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff when you're not doing anything. Yeah. Like that's, they'll get up and walk away. They'll ignore you. Sure. Yeah. But they're not going to start pulling knives on you and stuff. And le- and they, they're like, I want to dance with your girls. And the guys got up and left them there. Yeah. In like a quote unquote dangerous place. Yeah. Like, what is wrong with you? Like that's. Yeah wrong in the first place and they also lied to get them out there they're like my girlfriend died yeah come, have, come on a date with us and bring two of your right. friends yeah what <laughs> oh i God. think the whole movie succeeded in making viewers feel uncomfortable though yeah that was really i felt like that was the point of it. yeah yeah that was the point of the scene um uh and the other thing was at the end of the movie 
uh, when they're having the parade and they're showing like what happened to people oh, after right, they right, left. The blurbs. So the quote unquote bad guys, horrible things happened to them. Oh yeah, got killed in, in the war. Yeah, by his own, own, unit. Unit, own unit. And the other guy who was a aide to Nixon got arrested, was put in oh, jail. Yeah. And was raped in prison. I'm like, why? Oh, why was, was that? Yeah, that was like extremely unpleasant. Yeah, you know, like they could have just said he was in prison. That would have been fine. Yeah, but like they literally said, Nixon aide, nineteen whatever, raped in prison this other year. Yeah. And I was just like, that's awful. Like that's yeah. just that's not even humorous yeah. then or now really. Yeah. Like it's it was just so gross. You know what yeah. I mean? Ugh. But yeah, it's those very, were definitely a very controversial movie. There are parts where I knew that, like you said, they were meant to be funny, mm-hmm. but it's just pushing the envelope too much. Yeah. yeah, it was just a little bit too far for my liking yeah. at certain points. And my other thing is, it, it does suffer from that time period issue where you know, women's stance on things and women's ability yeah. to do stuff and all, you know, women's are, women are relegated to this back portion yeah. and men are better and toxic and, and all this kind of stuff over here. Yeah. Like they had those two very specific things. It suffers from that, um, like that time period. The segregation thing. of women and male and female roles. For sure. yeah. yeah. But also like black and white people yeah. and, um, like views on masculinity and femininity yeah. and, you know, how people dress and, you know, how people respond to authority figures and what what kind of authority yeah. figures are acceptable and yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's, it's a it's this kind of movie where you have to be very open to watching it because it actually makes fun of a lot of these roles, mm-hmm. but it also does it in a very extreme way where... I found it really hard sometimes to tell if they were actually joking or they were serious when they wrote some of these Some of these things. Yeah. Like if they thought, no, this is legitimately funny or no, we're going to make a satirical point about this. Yeah. 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 I agree. Like I completely, I completely agree. Yeah. It gets nuts. But I mean, overall, I mean. It's a fun movie. It's fun. It's fine. So yeah, I guess that's it. So overall, would you recommend American Splendor for people to watch? I would recommend a very specific kind of person to watch it. A person who would like, like someone, like the start of what he says about American Splendor, this movie does not have a good ending. Don't expect. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. kind of person will enjoy it, but definitely not a, oh, I'm going to watch a super happy blockbuster like Pitch Perfect. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. it's not, it's definitely not I, that kind of thing. That's the worst date ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Animal House, you still recommend it to people? Only if you're very high, because that's how I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched both of these movies completely sober. Um, I pity you. I no, I actually no, like I actually enjoyed, <laughs> like American Thunder is a quality movie. Like it's no, acting, writing, solid, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If you're into movies, I would recommend it. But it's true. If you're just a person who likes to have a good time at the theater and you know watch a blockbuster or something frivolous, yeah. no, it's not for you. American Definitely Splendor, not. I would say, like I really enjoyed the first Sin City. It was mm-hmm. a very noir vibe without the de- detective, detective stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Animal House is like, it's a fun romp if you don't take it too seriously. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, don't take like a uber conservative or feminist or something to that because they will just 
bitch the whole time. Yeah. Or get would, up and walk out. You'd like, definitely get very uncomfortable. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. Don't don't watch it with your parents either or anything like that. That's Unless just... your parents are that the person oh. the people have recommended it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey kid. You, you never know. You never know. You're That's totally possible. Not, right? Yeah. Let's, well, you know, let's have some yeah, fun. Let's have some fun. <laughs> Well, I just want to say thank you so much, Sarah, for being here and, and having this little chat with me. Um, hopefully, you'll come back at some point in time and we'll see some some other movies or something. It depends on what's on your shelf. Oh, there's there's a lot. <laughs> we'll probably find something. Don't worry. Six years later. Six years later. Uh, based on how this is going, possibly? I don't know. It would be pretty awesome. You'd be famous and then you'd be on the very top of the SEO. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People would just say, Google, Tracy James. Off my shelf, amazing. That'd be that'd be fantastic. No, you would be in New York Times if they're still around. Mm-hmm. Like this podcast is a must listen for anyone who's interested in the complexity of movies these days, <laughs> <laughs> and a whole bunch of other nonsense. So you gotta put, you gotta put. It's not just the complexity of movies. It's just like I talk about a whole bunch of crap as well. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta put all of that in there. You know, you gotta you gotta get all your friends to write reviews, fake reviews on Yelp and Google for you. That's not fake. If they write reviews, I mean, they're going to write reviews. Good re- not well, fake in the sense that we're writing it for you to yeah. push your, your podcast. I really do need somebody to write some kind of review somewhere. <laughs> that would be real. That, that would help. <laughs> That's right. I need someone to write a review, mm-hmm. some kind of review somewhere. Yes. Yeah. That would be awesome. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Uh, well, I guess that's it for this episode of Off My Shelf. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Oh My Shelf, or you can send me emails at ohmyshelf at gmail.com. Next time, we are going to be talking about Annie Hall and Away We Go, movies about love just in time for Valentine's Day. Hope you'll be here to listen. <laughs>